Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is what was that? The first overrun of the year. Well, second overrun of the year <laughs> yeah. for me. But first night, I'm enjoying oh some overrun of the year. <laughs> Excuse it's, me. It's it's Thursday, April 9th, uh, twenty twenty. I'm Will Hunter. That is uh, enjoying the freshness of spring. Co-host mm. Matt Sheehan. Um, I want to talk about Obron now. Uh, we weren't going to do this, but now we're going to like. Let's do it. I always, 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 and Obron's all right. I like Obron. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, oh, don't say all right. Come on. I'm not. I don't know. I, I've I've pretty like weird beer tastes. Um, sure. Okay. So and just Obron is like it's. I like it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to be attacked for that opinion. Which is not much of an opinion. I will definitely drink one. It's not something like, ah, got to get one. Um, unless it is Oberon Day, right? Fair, which was can- canceled, postponed, not exactly. I, I don't know, whatever it was Yeah, I don't yeah. know because people outside of Michigan are, I, I don't even know because for as long, like when I was in college, Oberon Day was a thing. Sure. I'm pretty sure it was before then. I don't know the history of Oberon Day. Yeah. Um, but I always remember just like, when I turned 21 and could go out and buy my own beer, I was in college for, I think, two years. Like, my, technically, my junior and senior year, I was of age, at mm-hmm. uh, like, by the time spring came around. Yeah. And so those two, is just like, hey, going to go get a sixer of Oberon. And, uh, yep, that was just the thing you did. And, like, even after college, like, hey, it's Oberon Day. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get some Oberon. Um, yeah, it was always between St. Patrick's Day and opening day. So it's mm-hmm. like St. Patty's Day, Oberon Day, opening day. Like, wow, yeah. what a trifecta of days there for the state of Michigan. Yep. Yeah. And I remember um, with work and stuff like that, um, even when I moved uh, where to where I am now, like it was Oberon Day on the west side. It, it's like, especially in Kalamazoo, it's a, it's a big thing. And like we devoted huge chunks of local news programming to Oberon oh, I'm sure. like, yeah. we had someone at bells at five in the morning until like the end of the day it was a big deal um and yeah i, I didn't even give a single thought to Oberon day and it's just like man i know that's another thing it just it's not the same it's not the it, the best Oberon you will ever drink is on Oberon day matt yeah, and this kind of counts tonight because I got to say, and I'm not a beer snob. I love all sorts of beer, stouts, porters, sours, brown ales. IPAs are the only ones I'm a little iffy on, uh, which I think takes away my beer snob card. But every year Oberon comes out, I'm like, oh, how's, how's, how's this year's batch? Like, this is when I put my <laughs> snooty face on. And I got to say, once again, Oberon, you did it. So, again, I'm not... A total beer snob, but I do love all different kinds of beer, and uh, that's one of the things I love to partake in, is uh, putting my Top Chef judge hat on, if you will, and judging the Oberon of the year, and once again, knocked it out of the park. I love Bells. We are so blessed in Michigan to have extraordinary breweries everywhere, east, west, north, North. south, everywhere, everywhere there's great breweries, but I gotta say, and it's cliche as hell, I think Bell's is my favorite. I they, they hey. just have hits. They have hits. They but do. you know what? It's cliche for a reason. It's just because they have bangers everywhere. New Holland's up there. Oddside's fantastic. Blake's and Armada, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, listen, yeah. Atwater and Detroit. Like I can yep. go on and on. Obviously, Founders. we can do a whole episode on beer and the breweries in, in Michigan. But oh man, Bell's just the classics. Whew. Black Rocks in the UP is where mm. it's at. 
That Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the creme de la creme. Um, yeah. Living there for a couple of years, like that is just... No arguments. It's where it's at. And you will never have a better beer than a Honey Lav straight from the tap on like April 29th, the first 60 degree day in the UP. The sun's oh God, out. Sure. And yeah. you're just like, this is the greatest thing that has ever happened in my entire life. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is that is absolutely where it's at. Yeah, Oberon Day. I'm just looking it up. They obviously canceled it. It was supposed to be March 23rd, so it fell right in the uh, the wrong spot there. And it's probably for good reason because um, could have been a, 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 a an event you looked back on with a lot of people drunk, hugging, high fiving, sitting close together for extended periods of time, drinking a bunch of Oberon. And you're like, man, we shouldn't have done that. So, yeah, they yeah, did a correct. virtual Oberon Day uh, of a couple of weeks ago. Fair enough. Well, I'm just doing mine right now. That's sad. Uh, this yeah. is Locked On Spartans podcast, Matt. Oh, we we do do a sports <laughs> podcast, don't we? We we don't just do craft Michigan beers. That's right. We uh, we went on a, a beer tangent, but that's okay. Honestly, um, what else is going on? Uh, there's some stuff. We got some stuff. Certainly, Michigan State Mel Tucker lands his first commitment ever. Yeah, great timing on his part, too. Doesn't he know the Locked On Spartans recording schedule? We we finished recording. This is no lie. We finished Mm -hmm. recording, and we both... Usually, like, I'll check sometimes. If I know Matt's going to talk for, like, two minutes, Mm -hmm. I'll pop over to Twitter real quick and just see what the latest thing is. And I know Matt does that, too, while I'm going. So, usually we do that, but the the movie trivia segment, third round, uh, or third segment, was, was... totally involved for both of us we i had to be paying attention to you you were thinking about movies like we were oh, both yeah. invested and there was no chance to check and we the got off the most brain power i've used this whole quarantine <laughs> was in that 10 minutes yeah we both get off um of here pop over to twitter and see the news and it's just like damn it like it happened 10 minutes before we got done recording we didn't realize it until we were done recording and you and I both had to, like, you had to immediately go write something for The Only Colors, and I had to go yeah. make sure that something was being written for Spartans Wire, which someone mm-hmm. was already on top of it. So it was just like, oh, come on. So I added a little note to the beginning of uh, yesterday's show that, hey, we know about it, but we're not going to talk about it. Today, we're going to talk about it, Matt. I, I think we should. We're yeah. going to talk about it, and we're also going to talk about what you shouldn't do. Oh, well, a- before we go any further, Will, can you believe they only got a three-star? Oh, <laughs> oh the humanity. Oh, yeah, I, I oh, want to... Scrap the program. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit more about that, about the idea of stars, and we're not going to do stars don't matter, because uh, the quality of recruit you get matters. Like, that is just... But we'll we're going to talk about. We're yeah. going to talk about some of the obvious flaws in the star system, okay? Sure. We're going to do That's that. That's fine. And we're going to talk about um, <laughs> who just we how would want to be. What? I mean, like, just how important the recruit is. I mean, hey, first yeah. ever in the Tucker. I've yeah. got to give a nod to that. Big old yeah. nod. The uh, the prompt you've got at the Only Colors. You're stuck in quarantine yeah. for the next two weeks with three MSU basketball icons. Who are you picking? We're going to go through that as well. And then if we need to at the end, we've always got your listener questions. Matt's got a couple hand-picked that we may get to if need be. So that is the plan for today's show. A reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt. Will. Are you ready? Yeah, why not? Fantastic. Let's do this. Uh, so 
Real quick, we'll just give a primer on Michigan State's first commit, and then we'll dive into it more uh, in the next segment. So Michigan State lands the commitment of Davion Prim, Matt. Yes, Mr. Prim of Oak Park. Mr. Prim of Oak Park, which is a school that um, generally produces Division I football players. Oh, yeah. um, you know, ranging from group of five type players all the way up to power five players, some really good recruits, some solid recruits, and everything in between. Um, Oak Park plays good football, and it's you know it's a good thing to to establish a connection there. One of uh, Davion Prim's teammates, I don't have his name up right now. Oh crap! Um, if you could get that, is it um, Button? No, I forget. It, it's like he's a four star player, number six prospect in all of Michigan, a really great recruit, uh, is one of Davion Prim's teammates, same class at Oak Park. Um, so there are, you know. Yeah, sorry I'm failing you right now. My computer is frozen at the very correct time. So, <laughs> yeah. Jamari Button. Jamari Button. It is no, it's Button. not. Okay. That's Belleville. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, God. it's Belleville linebacker. Rayshon Benny, I'm sorry. Rayshon Benny, yeah. There's yep. Button and Benny. Got my yes, nines and Ray- sixes mixed up. Yep. Rayshon <laughs> Benny, number six uh, recruit in Michigan. Sorry. Yep. Got yep. to have some shoddy production on my part right there. <laughs> Apologize. Um, and he did tweet out, like, fired up for his guy, of course. Yeah, um, totally. So, you know, that is something like, and we'll talk about this. It's just big to get the first one and to get a kid from Oak Park. That's really nice. Um, he is a three-star prospect. We'll talk kind of more about that. Um Let's see here, 32nd in the state, 86th running back in the country, mm-hmm. and I believe 24-7 has him at like a th- right around 1,000 in the country in terms of his composite ranking. So, yeah. you know, this is right in line with some of the, I guess you would call them, back half of a Mark D'Antonio class. Like he's an 83 overall um the last year's class, the 2022 class, had 22 kids. The average rating was like 85 and a half, something like that. So yeah. rate sort of in line. There's a handful of players that he would have slotted right in with at the back end of last year's class. And every year, Michigan State, and we're going to talk more about this, um, has a recruit that is whatever, um, a mid-level three-star kind of uh, had a lot of um, Mac offers had an offer from Colorado, had an offer from Iowa State, um, and that's it in terms of Power Five: Michigan State, Colorado, and Iowa State. Important to note: he's just finished his junior season, so you always want to before you say the last word on a recruiting class, check in on the uh, the numbers and the rankings after the kid's senior year because. Uh, things can change drastically. Michigan State had a player, uh, Angelo Gross, who committed to him last year, who was really oh, like yeah. this level, like this, almost the same ranking. Um, and by the end of the year, he was like the number 10 recruit in all of Ohio, Had a, got his fourth star, went from a lowish three-star to a legitimate four-star, mm-hmm. and rocketed up the rankings. Well, I feel um, like Ricky they, White had the same trajectory, too. Ricky like he White started had off a similar, like high-mid yeah. three-star, and now he was uh, damn near cream of the crop in Georgia. I mean, yeah, yeah, so things happen, and we're going to, you know, let's pause right here. It's a perfect time, perfect transition. We'll pause and we'll come ba- back and talk about the context of this and, and what not to do when a kid recruits to your, or commits to your school, Matt. Okay, so when a player commits to a head coach, commits to a program, commits to a school, 
and he is the very first one in the history of the the program under this coach, right? This is Mel Tucker's first commitment ever. 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 It's great trivia. It is solid trivia. Regardless of who he is, his ranking, Mm -hmm. his position, anything, regardless Mm -hmm. of anything, what should you not do uh, to that kid? Oh, I, if I had any wherewithal or any pride with me, I, I probably wouldn't sh- uh, shame the kid for sure. I prob- yeah, I probably yeah. wouldn't do that. Yeah. And yet, and yet, I don't know if it was just one person or if there were multiple people, but there was certainly one person who made a big deal of this particular recruit's ranking. It wasn't high enough for him. No, certainly not. He wanted five stars. Five Five. And yeah, before we go any further, obviously we know the majority of Spartan Nation is not like this. Yes, we know. But my God, we, we know that. The, yeah, okay, hey, we, we talk about it on the show all the time. Tucker is going to have a revamp in recruiting. He's going to put an emphasis on it. He It is mm-hmm. going to be the pride and joy of what is going to bring Michigan State football back to glory. Uh, yeah, so a, a three-star that is around a thousandth overall. Sure, it's not the splashiest commitment in the world. But my God, the kid has talent. The kid is a fine player. Even if he's not, okay, let's go back. Elijah Collins, three-star, national rank, 740th. Oh, hey, Hmm. Jeremy Lankford, he was okay. Where was he? Oh, 1,200 in the nation. Hey, you guys might have heard a guy named Le'Veon Bell, three-star, 1,714th in the country. Like, of all positions, where rankings matter? Like, listen, five-star running back, that'd be great. Fine. I feel like if there's any flexibility, though, as far as stars, I tend to think running back is one of those positions where, okay, room for growth, as you were, Will. I'm sorry. I already got carried away. I already got carried away. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's everywhere, and it's just so we know recruiting's an inexact science, and over time, you want to have more kids that are higher rated. That is just how it works, right? We're not going to argue against that. But there is a major flaw in the three, four, five star system. And that's kind of what it is. Like two stars really. All right. So my power just went out. <laughs> that happens. It'd be like that um, sometimes. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic timing right in the middle of the show. My power went out. Yeah. Your power goes out. I'm, I'm fighting a, a millipede the, the size of a, <laughs> of a ferret in my office. Yeah. Things are going great on our end over here. Um, we are back. Okay. So the star system. Yeah. 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 Stars. Yes. Everyone's like, let me, let me, let's just say it this way. Yeah. Everyone has three stars. Sure. Everyone, every, every, everyone has not just like one or two or three, like everyone has a bunch of three stars, even. Mm -hmm. So Georgia, number one class in the country last year. Yep. They signed so 25 players. They signed six, three stars. Alabama had four, three stars. Clemson had six, three stars. LSU had seven. Ohio State, eight. I'm going in order of the best classes in the country. Texas A&M was sixth. They had 11. Auburn, 10. Florida, six. You're getting the picture, Matt. Well, surely the top team this year so far in the rankings doesn't have any three stars. I mean, Ohio State can't possibly. Oh, they have two. Oh, they have two. Okay, but side note, they also have 15 total commits, and oh my God. Yeah, (laughs) I know. What Ohio State's doing right now is absurd. (laughs) And so the person who... um, just like was in the mentions, like we need five stars or something like that. Like, here's yeah. the thing about five stars: there aren't a there's lot not, of them. There's not many of them. There's not many of them. They're, they're, they're not are, throwing five stars around like flapjacks. 
Last year, seven schools had multiple five stars in their classes. Seven. That's I, that's even more than I thought there would be for multiple five stars. I, like I that's how little up, there are. Yeah, I just pulled up last year's, and it depends year in year out. Um, mm-hmm. The year before that, it, it's like the same. It's yeah. just like to get a five star is pretty like tough to do. There's twenty of them, twenty five of them, right? But yeah, you know, I know it's hard to do, but. What if your coach is here for three weeks and the whole world shuts down and he's taken over a program that has had back-to-back seven and six seasons and is going the wrong way in a very stacked division? Surely it's easy to get a five-star, Will. Surely, yeah. (laughs) Come on. Um, Idiot. God. (laughs) Last year, Michigan sent a really good class, zero five-stars. Miami, zero five-stars. Oklahoma, Tennessee, uh, 10 and 11, zero five-stars. Auburn, seventh-best class, zero five-stars. Mm-hmm. So let's just get that notion out of the way that if you're someone who's like, we need five stars, like, well, you're probably never going to get many. You're going to get a five star occasionally. Yeah. Michigan State has had, it was Malik McDowell. Before that was Will Golston. Before that, I don't even know. I was going to say, Malik is the last one, right? Malik's the last five star. Yep. Uh, Jeff Smoker, maybe. Jeff Smoker was a five star. time. Chuck Rogers, let's go. (laughs) Chuck Rogers was a five star. Yeah. where it's really built in is the four stars and honestly high three stars. And that's what I kind of want to talk about here real quick. So it's all fluid. It depends on certain ratings and, and things like that. But the best schools are built on a host of four star players who are really good prospects, top 200, top 300 prospects, and end up becoming first, second, third round type players, right? That's that's the formula. Get some five stars in there for sure. If you can, one, two, maybe three, and then build with 15 four-star players like that's that's the dream that's maybe, a cool right? formula yeah it's not that's bad. the dream but even then like i'm ah. just gonna here let's see lsu's class with their seven three stars so there we go um tj finley number 500 player in the country uh, i'm just scrolling through here 378 410 481 um 646. Uh, okay, there you go. And then yep. a two-star transfer. Oh, it's Jabril Cox. He was a two-star? Oh, he... Wow. He's really good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he, I mean, he went to North Dakota State. Yeah. The point is... So that's LSU. The point is, even LSU has commits in their class that are in that sort of neighborhood. And again, that's LSU who literally just won the national championship. Yeah. In the the best recruiting position you could be in, of course, they have hosts of top 20, top 40, top 50, top 100 prospects. But they even fill out their class with these types of prospects, Matt. Mm-hmm. And the difference between the 700th best prospect in the country and the 1,000th, the 1,000th, that's a weird way to say it, the 950th best prospect in the country, you can't tell me it's that big of a gap it's just it's not it's, it's one person here likes them a little bit better rivals likes them a little bit better 24 7 thinks they're a little better espn maybe doesn't like them a little bit one person at espn is like nah he kind of had a bad game like sure. it's not that big of a margin even like when you get to this level where you're like these are all really solid developmental players there's some tools there but they need work right a three-star like it's just kind of the game and you need to look at the ratings because not all three stars are created equal. There are three stars that are like, yeah, you give them one more point. They're a four star. And there are three stars that are like, Oh, they're kind of G five power five 
it, right in the middle there. They I, can I'm of the belief way. that like a low three star and a high three star has a bigger gap than like a low four star and a five star. Like that. That's just it's, the kind of way do, I, well, I look at it. Uh, a low four star, like mm-hmm. two hundred and the three hundredth best player in the country, we'll say right. Yeah. Three hundredth is two hundred spots, two hundred and fifty spots, two hundred and seventy spots behind a five star. A high three star and a low three star. There's like a thousand players that are three stars. Yeah, so, so I guess many it's the three stars in the world. Yeah, yeah it's true. not. It's just mathematically. So there are so many three stars. So yeah. don't look and say ah three star and assume you know anything. You have to look deeper. Look at their offer list. Look where they're from. Look at um, their like their age. Certainly, like guys don't get fourth and fifth stars yeah. until they get older. And camps also help these kids a lot too. Yeah. You know, like just the exposure at camps. And some are the invitational camps. Uh, others, you know, you just buy buy your way into them. Um, mm-hmm. Which hey, it's fine. I mean, God knows that you need exposure to get eyes from college programs on you. So yeah, I'm not knocking these kids at all. But yeah, it's it's part of the game. Some of it is a little bit of politics, and it is a weird conversation to have because on one hand, it's we gotta agree that yeah, stars do matter. But on the other hand, like they don't tell the whole picture. And there's a very fine line into describing just the balance between those two. You know, it's 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 a tough conversation to have tiptoeing that line. You got to look beyond stars. You got to look at player rating. You yeah. got to look at position. Well, you got to like, look at different things. Is I, this person a four star at one service and a high three at other ones? Okay, he's pretty much a four star. Yeah. You got to you got to be willing to invest and look a little bit deeper. That's why we always talk like Michigan State. Oh, it's the seventh best recruiting class in the Big Ten. Yeah, but they're fourth in average prospect rating. So really, it's the fourth sure. best. They're just not signing twenty five kids. Yeah, so and you got to have me- some. Some look see. No, you just gotta be discerning a little bit when it comes to recruiting because there's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. And tell me if this is just like the dumb fan logic in me, but a place like Oak Park, it's nice for a coach to grab a kid from there. Like, I, maybe that opens up kind of a pipeline. Yeah. I don't know. We That's just the way I look him. at it. Like when I see Oak Park flash across the screen on the kids' two four seven profile. I, I, hey, you know what? In his own right, Prim, good athlete. Yeah, he could probably do some damage here. Why not? Sure. I mean, it's, it's a solid pickup, especially for a kid that's never been to campus, has probably never met Tucker face-to-face. Like, that, just getting that commit is extraordinary for Tucker to, to do that in these it's times. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. And- but, like, at the end of the day, like, to go back to my earlier point, like, just to get your foot in the door at Oak Park, it's okay. That's kind of impressive. I mean, that's, that's that was one of my big takeaways, too. Let me, let me say it this way. He's probably better at football than anyone you've ever played against. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I sat the bench during high school, so yeah, I didn't play yeah, against not, anyone. Not you, <laughs> just like in general. I know yeah, some people right. went to schools and, oh, I played against so-and-so and think like, you just like... Uh, Prim could probably tune you up, yeah. It is unbelievable how good these kids are at football. They all rush for... Six billion yards and five hundred yeah. touchdowns. They mm-hmm. just do. Um, all right, that's. I think we're good on on that. We're good yeah. on recruiting for the day. Yeah, sure. I guess, but that's just you know my takeaway right there is okay. Prim's great, but he's also got the Oak Park pipeline. It's great. You got yep. Rayshon Benny, and also there's another kid hanging around the top twenty-two in Michigan, Jalen Mines, mm-hmm. defensive back recruit. Like, hey, cool. Okay, and Lord knows. Hey, little uh, other hot take here. There might be more athletes coming out of Oak Park in the next coming years. There might. There might. There might be. All right, let's come back here. We're going to pause for a second. We're going to come back and talk about who we're spending time 
with in quarantine from MSU basketball. All right, Matt, was it you? Do you come up with these prompts? Uh, yeah, most of them. Most of them. Yeah. Was this one you? This one was. This was the uh, product of a slow day. Yeah. I was like, yeah, why not? I, mean, I did a football one yesterday. Let's just go ahead and hop on a basketball one today. And uh, yeah, why not? We'll just throw this out there. All right. So you are stuck in quarantine for the next two weeks with three of these MSU basketball icons. Who are you picking? Which three are you picking? Mm-hmm. We've got Draymond Green, Kalen Lucas, Mo Pete. Tom Izzo, Magic Johnson, Drew Neitzel, Cassius Winston, Matt Costello, and Denzel Valentine, Matt. So the way I tried to build this, and you only get nine, is that you want some star power, you want some personality. I feel like there's a pretty solid mix in here. Star power, Kalen Lucas, Cassius Winston, obviously. Personality. I would say Matt Costello had good personality, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Thomas Izzo, but yeah, he's Mm. got a little pizzazz as well. So of the nine... Draymond, Kalen, Mo Pete, Izzo, Magic, Neitzel, Cassius, Costello, Valentine. Locked. One house. You can't leave. Two weeks. That's 14 days. That's a lot of hours. I'm not going to do the math right now. Which are you going with? And I got to say, we got a pretty good response in the early colors. A lot of wide variety of answers. Will, do you have your three in mind? I do. So my my first pick is Cassius. Okay. All right. It's... It's a very easy one. Um, I know. So what I want from a quarantine roommate Mm -hmm. is someone who's not going to get on my nerves. Somebody who's just going to be chill, cool, laid back, Mm -hmm. hang out. Maybe we play uh, some video games. Sure. Maybe we watch a movie. Maybe he sits in his room. I sit in my room and we don't talk for an entire day. Yeah, oh boy, this is where we're going to have differences. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> yep, so that's Cassius Winston is my first pick there, and he is the most easy, obvious, taking him 100%. Mm-hmm. Who's okay. your first pick? My first has got to be Tom Izzo. I, I, I got to go boring, but I got to go Tommy. He could talk to a circle on the wall for five hours straight, and I'm a big talker. I don't do silence well. I I did dishes today with about five minutes of silence. Bugged me to, to, to death. It was horrible. <laughs> I know Izzo. Listen, I know he's north of 60, south of 70. I know he's got 200 years worth of stories, though, to tell. And if I'm in a quarantine with two weeks, I'm going to need to just pick Tommy's brain. And I think he would entertain me, too, with all these stories as well. I, sure, he might get a little irritated time to time. Who, who wouldn't in two weeks with even the people that we love? But for the most part, yeah, I feel like Tommy's going to be delivering just incredible stories. The man's got a pretty expansive career, I would say. I don't know. He, I, I think he's seen it all. But even outside of basketball, God, I would love to hear about it. So I got to go Tommy's over here. Uh, Tom Mizzo would be my last pick. Wow. Oh, he's he's 1A, and that's, that's a no-brainer to me, too. He's just love too talking. Much. Love chatter. Love it's noise. Too much. Love noise. Like, love the accordion. You would play yeah. the accordion for us. It'd be great. Yeah. I would get into a fight with him, and mm. I don't fight. No. no, you know what? I wouldn't get into a fight with him. I would just, like, walk away anytime Yeah, you, you just, like, talk. go outside start looking just like grocery store doorknobs trying yes. to get in the hospital. Yeah, just Passive-aggressively yeah, sure. doing things. Um, my number two pick is Kalen Lucas. Okay. All right. Same reason as Cassius. He's, wow. He's, 
Yeah, you're just a mellow guy. Yeah, we're a very different three people here. <laughs> I just, yeah, I feel like Kalen was pretty mm-hmm. mellow, pretty laid back. We're um, gonna be the house getting house calls, and you're gonna be the house <laughs> doing the house calls. Like that's okay. Yes. got it. Got yes. it. Yes, I right. will call the police on you and Tom Mizzo talking sure. about Judd or Steve Mariucci mm-hmm. or him doing something as yeah. an idiot child in Iron Mountain. Yeah, or as I have like his accordion hooked up to an amp, <laughs> just playing yes. some synth accordion uh, at decibels unknown to mankind. Yes. All right. Who's your second pick? Draymond. Come on. Oh <laughs> I mean, give, give me the spice. Give me the spice. We okay. So I'm looking at nine people. All nine are obviously competitive. I don't, I don't know if it's fiction. I don't know if it's fact. But to me, God, Draymond has that extra gear of competition. He would make everything a competition. Darts in the basement. Terrible. Xbox. Putting away the dishes, cooking macaroni and cheese, everything. I just know he'd be a talker. And the best dynamic, you get him and Izzo together. I, I, yeah. I don't even need to say a word. I don't even see a, say a word for 14 days and I get entertained. Like, that would just be sensational. So give me the noise of Izzo. Give me the noise of Draymond. All right. My last pick is going to be a little bit different than my other ones. Yeah. But I've got very good reason for it. Mm-hmm. And it is Magic Johnson. All right. I've got to cross him off the board. Yep. Yep. You could take Magic Johnson. No, I'll, I'll go with my original that I tweeted out today. Okay. I yeah. mean, yeah, we're not saying, like, you can't take these players. I'm just saying who mm-hmm. I would take. Um, so Magic Johnson's uh, net worth is $600 million, Matt. That helps. Yeah. That'll smooth things out. During the next couple of weeks, if I'm going to be stuck someplace with someone, I would like them to have access to hundreds of millions of dollars to help ease my boredom. And I'm just thinking we're going to go to Magic's house here. Okay. All right. A little bit of home field advantage for Magic. Nice. Yeah. I get a wing. Cash gets a wing. Kalen gets a wing. Magic does whatever he wants. Cookie's around, just hanging out. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I'm taking Magic. Yeah, and I so for my third one today, when I voiced my answers here, I did not pick Magic, and I had a buddy text me. He's like, wow, really? No Magic? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of jaded by his tweets. He's not the most exciting guy. And then he just <laughs> tweeted me like, dude, all the stories from his time in East Lansing and the Showtime Lakers. I was like, damn it, you're right. <laughs> Shoot. Somehow I just glossed over, you know, just not 30 years of his life. Uh, yeah, so, and I'm going for content here. So Izzo Draymond just fantastic, sensational. But do you know who I did go with? I went with my childhood favorite player. I went Drew Neitzel. Drew Neitzel. I went yeah. Drew Neitzel. I feel like it would be a two-on-two house. You got Draymond and Izzo talking off our ears for 25 hours a day. And then Neitzel, I, he strikes me as a, a cooler customer. I've been fortunate to meet him twice. He's, he seems like that, too. Just down to earth, cool, mellow. You know, not gonna do too much. Not not just gonna keep you know all to himself. I feel like that's a good balance to have. I suppose. I, I don't know. So yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go with Drew Neitzel. It pains me to leave the other guys on the table, but man, yeah, sure. I mean, I need to be entertained no... for four days though. I, Fourteen yeah. days though. So I, I need Draymond. I need Izzo. But you know, I can't be entertained so, all the time. So I that's need Neitzel in my life. For. That's what movies are for. The town. TV. I can only watch the town so many times. Will. <laughs> Um, 
I also considered Mo Pete. I think he's pretty laid back too. Of course. Oh, um, you, you think he has stories? My God! Of course, the Flintstone era. Oh, yeah, I mean, please. That's, that's the thing. Like, I can get plenty of stories from Magic if I need it. Like, Magic has all the stories I could ever need. Yeah. Cassius yeah. and Kalen have some too. Of course. Kalen, what was it like when Darrell Summers dunked over Stanley Robinson? What did it feel mm-hmm. like on the court? Was the was the floor shaking? Yeah. Should you have been crowned national champions at that moment? The answer Cassius, is yes. Tell me about running away from Zion Williamson. Magic, oh, tell me about the last 40 years. Yeah, just you're just life. I got plenty <laughs> of stories. I've got some laid back guys and I've got, you know, a, a roommate who is an incredibly wealthy person who can order us carry out. Yeah. I can rent whatever movie. Like I don't have to worry about four ninety nine at Amazon Prime. Oh, you Parasite. can get the actors from the movie to the house to perform yeah. in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That's so, casual. Uh, I'm I'm pretty pleased with my choices. I understand why you and a lot of people went that direction. Yeah, need the um, conversation in my life. I'm sure Tom Izzo is a wonderful person just to casually spend some time with. But two days into quarantine, and Tom Izzo is going to be a different type of person. He's going to yeah. be itching. He's going to be itching. Mm-hmm. To, he doesn't. He was not going to know what to do with himself. I'm sure he doesn't know what to do with himself right now. Oh, I don't think any of us do, which is, per- you know, perfect. Misery loves company. All right, I'll, I'll be miserable with you, Tommy. I'll be miserable with you, Draymond. Nitzel, I don't, I don't know where you went off. He left the house 10 days ago, but yeah, we're, we're <laughs> all hanging Nitzel, out. <laughs> true Nitzel's on an excursion through some trails. <laughs> Um, oh, wilderness man. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's going to do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Reminded to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode with weird, fun, funny Michigan State content that you come here to receive. We'll see you tomorrow, Matt. Take us home. I've got nothing. I've got nothing on the show. I'm so sorry. I've been trying to think of something the last 20 seconds. Ah, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow.